This episode is part of the Moto PG Summer Sessions series, sponsored by SC Project, Mongrel Boots, Savage Motorcycles, Motorsport Trailers, and CMB Financial Services. We'd like to dedicate each of these episodes to our great mate, Michael Capozzi, who passed away just before Christmas. Michael was the owner of Pizza de Oro and made the best pizza and cannoli in Sydney. He fed us after and sometimes during each show, and he made the world a better place with his generosity and great good humour. We, like all who knew him, will miss Michael terribly. There's something about the summer sessions. There's something about the smell of it. (laughs) It's getting that way. It's got its own. Yeah, it's got its own. um, I feel for perfume. (laughs) It's its own cologne. Its own eau de toilette. I feel for poor Kira. She's in here with us, and and when we're locked in a room for an entire day by ourselves. I feel yep. sorry for whoever's with us, and usually it's Rod. Yeah, and I don't care. Yeah, I don't feel no, for him. But I feel bad for Kira. I feel bad for Kira. Kira, we're sorry. Well, I think it's because we have an extra special guest that we've been wanting to talk to for a long, oh, long time. Very long time. Since 2019 when we started, we always wanted to talk to this guy, Yeah, and we will, and we will reveal him very, very soon. Very but the first, And I- for most of that time, he probably thought, I'm not talking to this pack of arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> he probably still does. Probably. Maybe he wanted he's to like, show up. He's like, what am I doing? He might, he might not turn up and all this is for nothing. <laughs> Maybe he's just getting back at us. Yeah, 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 we'll be there. But anyway, we will, we will continue and you have to start the show. Okay, I start the show. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Moto PG Summer Sessions. Only a Komodo dragging, fucking an orangutan at turn five at Sepang is hotter than we are right there That's in the studio. Fun, yeah. That's bloody hot. That's, That's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tugs, are you okay? With some Szechuan pepper up are, its butt. Are you getting through the summer sessions? Szechuan. 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 I said it wrong. You said Saskatchewan. I almost said Saskatchewan. Kung Pao chicken. Kung Pao. I love a Kung Pao chicken. I love a bit of Kung Pao. I might go for Kung Pao on the way home if I survive. This is hard. People say, oh, that must be good. You just go and knock out like seven shows in one day. I'm like, yeah, in theory, it sounds like a great idea. <laughs> you practice it. Fuck, we hate this yes, time of year. It's yes. well, and it, what it's did a we marathon say? of drinking and having fun. What yeah. did we say last year when we did this? We're never doing it again. Never doing it again, and, and here, here we, we are. are. But we had a beer sponsor last year. We had a beer sponsor, yeah, and we and were he, he went broke. <laughs> 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 but not through our fault. We fill these... Filthy brewery with, with people who drink beer. Well, maybe they should have rung out CMB Financial Services people. It's possible. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we should... We speaking, should um, speaking of CMB Financial Services, mm-hmm. are they, they're sponsoring this show, aren't they? They are. They are. What do they, what do they want to tell us? Well, they, they, they ask the question, mm. are you a monk? A monk? A monk. A monk. Do you live in a monastery dressed in an old blanket that smells of wee? I, I used to. Yeah. Do you deny yourself things because you think you don't deserve them? Yes. yes. Or maybe you think Jesus wants you to be poor. Yes. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. You can have what you want now. Yes. Well, not now, but in, certainly in a week or so. 
Yeah. Right? So CMB Financial Services can make it happen. That's what they do. They make shit happen. I love that about yeah. them. Yeah. They find the best finance deal for you. They talk to the money lenders so you don't have to because no one really enjoys spreading their cheeks wide for deep fiscal exploration. <laughs> Let let see him. That's let, that's yeah. That's, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good sorry. One. Out of all the CMB financial ads we've done, that's uh, the best one. A deep yeah, fiscal yeah, examiner. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the best. Let CMB financial services spread their cheeks for you. <laughs> you can have the bike you want, the truck you want, the bulldozer your teenage daughter wants, or that hot supercar your new girlfriend has to have. Before she'll put on that Sailor Moon outfit and let you do special things to her. <laughs> and you can have it yeah. now, not yeah. when you think you might say up for it, because you never will. Stop denying yourself pretending you're a monk on some poverty vow. Think of her in that Sailor Moon outfit looking up at you. She will drive <laughs> that sport car with no undies. Guaranteed. CMB Financial Services are our people. They are motorcycle people. Contact them at cmbfin.com.au or call 1-300-262-346. Yes. Sorry, Kira. Hey, <laughs> did, did, this, did the people, are the people excited about getting the mongrel boots? Yeah. Oh, that's Why fine. wouldn't you be give excited? Me, give me a name of someone who's about to win a pair of Mongol boots and a year's supply of socks, which is five pairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a year's supply. It's a year's <laughs> year supply of socks. Well, they do last a long time. I've been wearing mine all year. No problem. I'm still wearing I'm the pair they the, sent me seven months ago. I'm only on the second pair. That's it. <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Who's the, give me a name. Give ben, me a name, brother. Ben Kyle. Ben Kyle. B-E-N-K-Y-L-E. K-Y Jelly. K-Y-L. So he's got the first name of a boy and the second name of a girl. Yeah. Ben Kyle. Ben Kyle. I like Congratulations, it. Ben. You want a pair of mongrel boots. Yeah, get some mongrel on. Done. Get your mongrel on. And of course, that leads us into the fourth installment of my summer sessions poem. Oh, my God. Well, the last three mm. have all been about how you can't masturbate. That's right. That's uh, the whole three. Well, All three. Th- this one's a bit different. Oh. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I like when I've got, I've, like got, I've got to get into the mood for it. Right? Okay. Ah. Poor right, kid is sitting here going, oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Ah. Okay. for sex in the rest yeah. of yeah. Ready? Adopt the position. <laughs> Fuck my life. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I have utterly run out of fucks. I cannot give them, have none left. No MotoGP. I am bereft. His Excellency is too cruel. He cuts us off from all that's cool. He makes us wait. Our souls thus die. Carmelo likes to see us cry. Yes, he does. How much longer will it be? The wait is fucking killing me. (laughs) Does no one care about my pain? Is my suffering in vain? My Sunday nights were once real beauty. Full of racing, grid girls cute. Mm. They now are empty, sad and shit. This waiting's killing me a bit. So fuck it all and fuck it hard. My soul is grossly fucking scarred. There is no Simon talking tech, no words from Maddie. Fucking heck. I told you all there is no God. <laughs> Apart from Rossi, you will nod. But even he cannot fix this. Stop fucking taking all the piss. Oh, God. That's it. <laughs> I just, just peaked. I love it. Yes. Thank you, Mangro Butch. Uh, I love my mongrels. I've been I've been giving my mongrels an absolute workout lately. Have you? Well, because I've got the, they sent me the canines, yeah, but, I've, but I've then. got the brown ones, the nice furry ones. Oh yeah, they're kind of a suede thing, yeah. and I wear them out. I wear them with jeans and a nice shirt yeah. when I go out. I wear the mongrels; they look fucking great. Yeah, now this is a really good thing. 
Do you fancy a bike that's quicker off the mark than a cheetah on an espresso shot? <laughs> cheetah on an espresso. Hmm. That'd be interesting. I mean, okay, I get it. I mean, she, she you know. Like, Cheetah's already fast. Yeah. But, you know, when they're full of stimulants. What about a cheetah on GAC? Even faster. Yeah. Even faster. Meet the Savage Motorcycle C-Series. This electric monster doesn't just turn heads, it spins them right around with 200 newton metres of torque available on tap. All the torque. You'll be grinning so wide you'll need extra large helmet. <laughs> Jump into the fun lane and follow Savage Motorcycles <coughs> on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok or YouTube. Remember, giggles are free with every twist of the throttle. This is what happens when our clients write their own ads. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when they write their own ads. <laughs> But I do love Danny Savage and all of his motorcycle oh, genius. I've written them. They're great. They're, they're great. They're, I've still not written one, but I'm not surprised. That's all right. Hey, Kira, is there any sign of our special guest? And you know what? They're, they're, they are so much faster no. than a cheater on espresso. Right? You know what? Why we're waiting for him? I want to talk about what all of those little monkeys have been doing on holidays. Oh. Huh? Did you see Mark Marquez? Is gone, he went to Bali. He took his, his girlfriend to Bali. But what everybody does now is he also took his brother. He's just <laughs> no, staying no. in a different place. Yeah. <laughs> so, just so they could be close. No, they took his brother to take the photos. <laughs> yes. Like you need someone to take the Instagram content. <laughs> it's like, do they all travel with a photographer these days? I wonder if Papa Marquez was there as well. You know, know. He would Holding be, the camera. How can he not, uh, how can he not gonna, be there? It's going to be. What's the point of having sons who are, you know, world-class motorcycle riders? Yeah. Unless you're there to partake in the, the, the happy times, you know. But Grassini got to kick him out of the pit box. I'm sorry, I can't stand it anymore. Uh, it's, it's, it, I feel for Grassini. I mean, in the past, Papa Marquez split his time between two different it garages. It depends who was doing well. depends who was doing well. <laughs> it depends which one was able to actually ride at any given time due to injury. But now he's just going to be in one place. Yeah, he's just going to set up his own shop in there. What are they going to do? Are they going to have t-shirts or going to have to stick know. cotton wool balls under his arms or something to mop that shit up? You know, um, you can get panty liners for your armpits. Yeah, for for leakage. Well, yeah, they're not, what, not special specific. armpit ones. Or they're just, not no, but they, they're, they're, they're adhesives. The you can adhesive them to your arm and the back of your tit, and they <laughs> kind of they kind of sit nicely in the armpit. The ones with, do you use the ones with wings? Yeah, absolutely. Like the, the, they stick also. So. But you know how you said that there's a new a new sponsors <laughs> now, or the new sponsors for the Grassini bikes. <laughs> You're seeing it, aren't you? Oh, no. Maybe 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 Rex Owner and the new sponsor <sighs> of, of the Marquez bikes. We were going to start be. a GoFundMe last year, weren't we, to get a box of Rexona sent to him? Yeah, we got to do that. But I, I, I was going to ask Simon Crafer if he could deliver. He said, "No, I'm not doing that." <laughs> I'm not doing that. I want a job. So I want friend a job. you are, Simon. Yeah, so, thanks, Simon. Thanks yeah, for your help. Cheers, Simon. Yeah, yeah good. <laughs> Fucking thanks for nothing. <laughs> One favour we ask you. Oh, by the way, we sent all the all the money from uh, we sent all the money from um, 
that we collected at Harrietville to the dog charity. Yeah. And the, the charity that Simon Simon said to us, rather than send it to him overseas, keep it in an Australian charity. Yeah. And so he chose one for us, and it, it's the... The greyhound one, It's it? the... You know, something for the protection of greyhounds. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so all, all the money we collected from Harrietville, that's where that's all gone. So, good. yeah, thank you, everybody. Good, good, good. Thank you, everybody. The most special of special guests. It doesn't get any more special. No, stop looking at me like that. It's not Valentino Rossi. <laughs> it's, right? better. Uh, it's better. It's better. Yes, it's better. It is better. We are joined by the one and only Moto G. Two, world champion. God damn it, he's a world champion. The last one since Casey Stoner in Australia. In Australia. Right. In Please welcome Remy Gardner. Yes, Remy Gardner. <laughs> Bravo, Remy. Thank you, guys. Uh, Thank you. Nice mate, to be here. It's an absolute honour to have it, you on the show, is. mate. It is. Thank you so, so, so much for for spending a, a bit of your off time and coming to talk to us. So are yeah, you no are, are you no familiar with our show at all? Um, yeah, Simon showed me uh, a few po- podcasts, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about sorry, that. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> 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 fucking Simon every time. Yeah, fucking yeah, Simon. Yeah, I know. It's all Simon. Yeah, fault. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, mate, we'll, we'll hook straight into it, right? So, we all know you love to surf, and you know, last time I looked at Spain. You know where you live. That's where you live. It's not Hawaii. How do you catch waves? Um, well, actually, where I was living uh, when I first moved to Spain was a, call, a small town called Sitges, and uh, we did have some waves. I mean, in the summer it was always flat, but uh, you know, in in spring and autumn, and and definitely winter when the storms came in, uh, we've had some really big swell there, and. Uh, Actually, some of the best waves I've ever surfed have actually been in in, in <laughs> wow. stitches. So cool, yeah, yeah. Cool. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's it's uh, it's quite quite nice to surf there. Um, then also you have the north of Spain, so the other side of Spain, which is on the Atlantic side, and uh, there you have some really really big big yeah, waves. Yeah, so I have seen I've that there as well. And uh, in Portugal. And also yeah. uh, in France as well, which is on the same side on the Atlantic side. So, no, it's, uh, we got, got, I got a bit of surfing in, which is good, at least, around here. Cool. Do you do any of that big wave stuff? Because that's, I mean, short of riding GP bikes, I can't think of anything more fucking terrifying than, you know, a wave that looks <laughs> like a block of flats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, nothing huge, to be honest. I, uh, I have a lot of respect for the ocean. I grew <laughs> yeah. up in the ocean, but uh, I think the biggest waves I probably surfed were back at home in, in Australia. So, um yeah, yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit scared of the big waves, but um, no, I actually also what I do a lot now. Well, what I did a lot now. Now I don't live in Spain anymore. I live in Andorra. So, um, but what I do, what I got into quite a lot was spear fishing. So that was uh, that was quite good around Tiches where I live. So I enjoyed that quite a lot. All right. So the question I've always wanted to ask you, you know, you've you've had an interesting last two or three years, to, to put it mildly, yeah. right? So how close did you get to giving it all away and just going surfing, going, fuck this, 
I'm just going to surf and spearfish and fuck this. Yeah. You know, did you get close to doing that? Yeah, I got pretty close to just sending it all all to all the, you know, all of the shit. I was pretty, you know, fed up with it, um, especially at the end of 22. But, uh, you know, and I'm glad I hang, hung in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because I'm honestly, I'm joining myself more than ever right now. Oh, that's Riding great. bikes again. Well, we, we were so pleased you didn't kick it in because, you know, you, you, Australian riders often, because you're away from Australia so much, I mean, and you're not plugged into the social networks and stuff, the following you had here was absolutely astronomical. I mean, you, you were our first world champion since, since Casey. Since Casey. Yeah, yeah. You know? And and in a class that, that no one kind of sort of worried all that much about, but, you know, Re- Remy's there Kicking ass, like yeah. fucking kicking ass. Yeah. That was some of the greatest racing I've ever seen. And it was a tough year too. Man, it was a With tough Fernandez, year. Fernandez, yeah. Fucking Fernandez, motherfucker, right, was yeah. not giving up lightly. A fucking people's champion, my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck off. <laughs> That's your world champion, right, fucking. Th- I fucking said, fuck off, world people's champion. Moral, off, moral champion. Your, said he was moral, the moral champion. Fucking moral champion, my ass. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good fight, you know. It was a good... Uh, it was a good fight between me and Roll, and and he did ride well, and he is a, a rider with a lot of talent. Um, and uh, honestly, what what he did, you know, even though I was I beat him and I was a champion, you know, he's it, you got to give him merit, you know. He uh, he came up as a rookie, sure, and he won six or seven races, which sure. is you know pretty impressive. He made a lot of mistakes, which is you know what a rookie does. But uh, but you beat him. Which you beat him fair and square. You beat him fair and square. And then, and then but that's it. I beat him fair and square, and and uh, he he wasn't the champion. I was, but <laughs> yeah. uh, you, know, you can't take away with merit, you know, no. from him. You know, he, no, that's true. He he still was a rookie, and he still won seven races. So he has done something pretty pretty incredible as well. Yeah. But we still hang shit on him because he called himself the moral champion. Yeah, screw that. He's like the people's. Princess. Yeah, he didn't he didn't gain himself a lot of a lot of. Uh, no. A lot of fans over no, that championship, no, I think. No, no. And then, and then that, that it's into... just for having a big mouth, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think would have yeah. been, you know, quite, you know, yeah, exactly. gracious for, for the whole championship. I think you would have had a lot more a lot more fans. I agree with you. Yeah, you're probably right. And then you, and then you both headed off to KTM, and and then we all watched that, that year. That was a tough year for both of you, actually. It was a tough year for Rao, too. And then... And then, and, and we kind of bled for you that year watching because it, it it looked tough. And then we get to the end of that year, and to lose your gig after only one year on a MotoGP, but it takes a year to learn how to ride one of the things. Fuck I mean, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're tough. They're not like anything you've ever ridden before when you get there. And and then to lose your gig at the end of that, I, I can imagine. Well, I can't imagine. I can't imagine, can't what, imagine. what they would have felt I, like. And I'm I'm so glad you didn't you didn't pull out of it, Remy, and you, and you kept going because it's I can easily imagine how you would have felt. You know, fuck, too hard, too hard. Had enough. Is, is there ever a door open to go back to KTM? If that, if that door ever, you know, was, is it still there? Um, oh, honestly, I, I don't think so. Um, yeah, after what I, I was put through and the way I think that they treat riders, um, you know, now it's not just me. You know, it's there's a whole long oh. list of them, and, Paul's and it going happens it, in yeah. in motocross as well, and in enduro. And you know, I've got mates that race for KTM and in, in enduro, and and uh, you know, the the feeling is is kind of you know the same. Uh, cool. You know, it's the same complaints that you know that I had. You know, and uh, yeah, I just I just don't think so. You know, yeah. um, well, they put me through the ringer, and and I just 
yeah, I kind of left there saying, you know, I'm never, I don't think I'm going to ever, ever ride for KTM again. Yeah. And you found a home with Yamaha now in World Supers and, and obviously a bit happier there. Is that partly because? I have. Yeah, and I, I imagine that's partly because of the team and, and partly because of, it's a different paddock, it's a different environment in World Supers, yeah? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the team's great, you know. Um, you know, the first test I was, you know, welcomed with open arms and, and you know, treated like a, a normal human being, which was great. And, um and yeah, and also Yamaha as well. You know, they treat me, you know, uh, incredible. You know, um, that's great. To you hear. know, we're put, we're, we're all put on a pedestal, and it just, it's nice to, you know, feel your appreciation from the brand behind you. You know, you feel that, you know, that's it's a manufacturer that's behind you, and they've contracted you because they believe in you. Um, they haven't contracted you because you know the, you know, maybe you might be good or not. You know, and if you're not, you're out the door. You know, and it just feels, just feels nice. So, how would you sum up your first year with with World Superbikes? How would you sum it up? Were you happy with your first year? Uh, not really. Mm, I definitely expected more. We we started off pretty strong, you know. Um, you know, mm, yeah. We started off really strong, and we had a bit of a dip there. Um, we had a few technical problems that we took a while to sort out. Yeah. Um, that was really, you know, uh, giving me a hard time riding the bike. But seriously, the moment we sorted out those problems, which was about from most onwards, yeah. uh, I think you can see there's a, a, a massive, uh, yeah, a massive improvement. So, really, from about halfway through the year to the end, we've made massive improvements, and and uh, yeah, I started to gain confidence again and understand the tires a lot better, and um, I think that shows you know all the way to the last race, we were only you know a few tenths off the off the podium. And uh, and in the tests as well, we yeah. were fast. So. Certainly showed in yeah, the test. Think, yeah, you were fantastic. In yeah, the test. everyone kind of sat up and watched that preseason testing. I thought, oh, look at this one. <laughs> now, just promise, just promise me, when you do win the title, you're not going to put on a gold suit like Alvaro, right? <laughs> no. he, he fucking looked like no. one of those little little no. fucking. What did you say? He was like a fucking Oscar it, statue. Yeah, it was like the guy. I'd like to thank the Academy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, never. No. Never go full wog. No, you can't go full. No, exactly. That's it. Yeah. That's I was. It. We were just talking to yeah, Leon. We were just talking to Leon Camia, uh, and we, he was telling us about the weight issues and uh, how they're going to regulate the weight. And so I said, "Don't worry about the Avera because he's going to be eating all the paella he can eat to put the weight on. He's going to be a fat bastard <laughs> going into this one." I think. Yeah. Hey, Remy, yeah. I, I reckon that yeah. some of the technical changes for next year with the, the crankshaft weights and things like that, I think they'll suit your bike. What do you you into that too much? I mean, you, you're a technical <clears> guy. I know you like building things, but so you, what? What's your understanding of the changes for next year or well, this year? By the time people listen to this, do you, you think that'll help? Yeah, so the weight regulations for me basically doesn't change anything for me because I'm a fat ass and, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you want me I'm to stand up limit. for a minute so you can see what a fat ass looks like? <laughs> 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 well, you got a different perspective um, here. But, yeah, in the, in the racing world, let's say I'm a big boy, so, uh, you know, um, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be good for me. So I think it's going to be good for quite a lot of riders. Um uh, I've always been bigger, even in Moto Two, and I was already ten kilos over the minimum weight in Moto Two. So you know, it was always an uphill battle, but you know, I still managed. But uh, yeah, um, it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. It's it'll equal out, you know, the playing field a little bit. It's not, 
uh, per kilo. You know, it's not per kilo. You're under the the limit. It's put one kilo. It's only half kilo. So yeah, uh, you can still be under the minimum the minimum weight. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think it'll bring things a bit closer. Um, I think uh, I think Alvaro will still be strong. The Ducati's an extremely good bike. He's a he's a good rider. He rides it well, and and you know I think he'll still be there, and they'll manage. It's Ducati, you know, they'll manage a way around it somehow. Yeah, know, oh, yeah. putting the weight where where it needs to be. So, um, but yeah, uh, it's good. I think we have um, we have a few little things we can do with the bike with the new rules. Not too much, and I think what's going to be also a big change is the fuel uh, limit. Um, we suspect that Ducati may be using more than the the, the specified limit at the no. moment, and we're not. And we're, yeah, yeah. No. Well, no, I mean, I agree. Hey, well, yeah, for next yeah. year, I agree. But yeah. For next year, for next year, not 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 not, yeah, not last year. Now. Well, not this year. No, no, no. But for next year, we think they may have to like turn for qualifying. They'll obviously, you know, be able to do what they want. But uh, we're hoping that they're over the fuel limits for next year and they'll have to turn it down for the race but I think they should uh, we're definitely nowhere, nowhere near that which is good <laughs> that's good well I, I think what but again just going back to what you said previously what what's most important is that you're happy as a rider where you are i mean at the end of the day that that's got to be one of the most important driving factors that if you're not happy where you are it doesn't matter yeah. how good the bike is i'm not fucking happy this is all kind yeah, of yeah. shit. Yeah. And if you're happy where you are, then you can ride around some of the fucking faults. Happy riders are faster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, in twenty in 22, it was just, you know, I just wanted to finish the year and, oh, and honestly just give up racing. You know, I was just so sick of it. Yeah. I didn't even ride, yeah. want to ride uh, motorcycles anymore. And I just, I was uh, sick of it, you know. And that, and, was, that, um, was, that was obvious. I mean, you, you, you've always come across as an actually a very real and honest kind of human yeah. being. You're not going to put on, you know, a performance just because, oh, you know, I've got to, I've got to pretend it's fucking Butte when it's not fucking Butte. It's not fucking Butte. Yeah. I'm going to tell you it's not yeah, yeah. fucking Butte, so, which is why Australia yeah. loves you so much, you know. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and I think, I think, I think honestly, uh, you know, the sport needs a few more riders like that, you know. Today it's just it's boring. I mean, look at, you know, Banyer is a good guy. He's a great rider. Yeah, it's just like there's no personality. No, he's any he, of the yeah, you, you're absolutely right. You know, the, the last great personality was Valentino Rossi, obviously, who, yeah, had, who exactly. had it all going. Exactly. And you know, you look at yeah. I take nothing away from Mark Marquez, but he's like he's a robotic creature. He's a, con, con, a construct. Oh yes, you know, yeah. and a very good yeah. one. Yes, you know, don't get me wrong. So I've always wanted to ask you: Do you think is it, and would it be fair to say that MotoGP is the most ruthless sport? In the world, well, I'm going to say most ruthless is probably Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but then yeah, the, the, the money yeah. is the the money's up there, right? For that, the moment, the, yeah, more, exactly. the more money, the more ruthless. I suppose, yeah, exactly. right? You know, exactly. But but, but definitely, it's a uh, it's a shark eat shark world. You know, it's uh, there's people always out to stab you in the back, and yeah. you know, you're riding to to secure your job for the next year, and yeah. you know, if it doesn't happen, then you basically, you know, chewed up and spat out without, yeah. you know, hesitation. So, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a very ruthless sport. So, what what would you say in, was the most difficult thing you had to deal with in MotoGP? Was it the bike, the team, the media, or a combination of all of that? That that you know, because suddenly you're 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 in the spotlight, yeah, like you've never been before, yeah, um, yeah. It was um, it was definitely at the beginning of the year. It was the team relationship and. Uh, 
yeah and the management of of the team and and basically you know we came from you know a, a team that was run like a swiss watch to tech three which was just disorganization everywhere and, and me and raul couldn't believe it i mean you know we were we were asking ktm for help please help us you know get some organized organization in the team give us some you know people from the factory to come and help and guide you know everyone in the team and, and what we're going to do with the setup and and it was just like you know kind of like the feeling was you're on your own guys and and that was it. Which, which, which we must were just have kind been, of left out to dry. Yeah, that that look, and that must have been so impossibly brutal. I mean, you carved as a racer, you carved from the very bones of competition. That's you know, you compete. That's why you do. You're a racer. You race for yeah. food. So, how brutal is to come into MotoGP as a world champion and suddenly find yourself in the position you're in, going, what, yeah. what the fuck? It must be, st- <laughs> yeah. you know, you're coming from a team with Aki Ayo, right? Yeah. It, as you said, yeah. it's run like a switch rod. Yeah. The Ayo the people, they know what they're doing. And uh, so to come from that to that, I can only imagine, Remy. I can only imagine. No. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a shock, that's for sure. And like you said, I mean, coming in as a world champion, just being kind of like yeah. left out, hung, hung to dry, you yeah. know, it was like, going a step backwards when you you know going up to MotoGP so it was it was quite surreal and and then you know also you know the help you know we didn't feel like there was the help and support from KTM there which was you know a, sh- a shame you know because you know if they would have just stepped up or tried and or, you know at least you know said look we'll give you another year we're going to do a re- restructuring Fine, great. The second year doesn't work. Fine, I understand. There's, you need to move on. There's, there's, uh, yeah, but do, you know, you, there's you, other you, riders that need to come up. But it was not even that. But you know? you're, you're not kind a- of felt like from half halfway through the year it was you're out. You know, we, we don't even want to see you anymore. We don't want to hear about which, it. Which and, is crazy. And then obviously, yeah, it's crazy. And then obviously as well, another hard part was when that, all that shit fight was going on. You know, all the media attention and the shit going on with with, with <laughs> Wayne and 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 Paco as well. It was just was horrible you know i just wanted to curl up in a ball yeah and i don't blame go to the races anymore yeah. and, and it's not like you were you were some fucking blowing you know fucking rookie i'm, I'm motherfucking moto 2 world champion <laughs> get the fuck you know <laughs> and it's not like i was but you never threw it up yeah you know was, i was still you know sometimes in the points and you know i was was yeah. close to, to to the factory guys many times in yeah. qualifying. I'm talking like one or two tenths off, and that and yeah. that's how close it is at that level. You know, like you, there, there were times there in that season where the, the top fifteen riders were separated by oh, less than a second. Yeah, of course, of course, you're never yeah, a, yeah. never more than a second off the off the top you know? rider, uh, to whoever's on pole. Yeah, never. You're not. No, exactly, exactly. New sponsor. Hooray! New sponsor. Finally, Bentley gets its shit together. No. No? Motorsport Trailers, Proprietary Limited. That's like Bentley. They're the Bentley of motor of motorcycle trailers. They are. They are. They are. Hey, there's plenty of you out there that are just like me and have a track bike or two that we have to get to the racetrack every now and then. Doesn't matter if they're road race bikes or off-road bikes or whatever. You need to get them to the track somehow. And the best way is in a fully enclosed trailer built by Motorsport Trailers. I, I made a horrendous mistake earlier this year, and I bought a trailer from another company. And it seemed like good value at the time because the price was pretty good. The fucking thing leaks like a leaks like the Titanic but it looks when it magnificent. rains. It, it looks good. Yeah, those enclosed trailers make you look like a pro. They do. It means do. I'm not fucking around. Look at this shit. Yeah. You know. Huh? But the pro- here's huh? the problem, right? Even the even the cheap ones look good. 
but until you look inside them and check out how they're made and what goes into it, you, you don't really know. So the one I bought is a massive failure. It just fucking leaks and it bounces so much that the, <laughs> it doesn't matter how well you tie the bikes down the they back. Slip, they, yeah. they slip around in the back. So anyway, but you want your trailer to be waterproof so you can keep all your gear in there, like your leathers and your boots and all your spares and all that sort of stuff in the trailer. And it needs to be secure. So if you're going to an overnight thing or you're parking at a hotel on your way somewhere or whatever, you, everything's safe. Yeah, but Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So listen, take our advice. Check out the guys from Motorsport Trailers. Their trailers are made from galvanized steel. They're welded up on a jig to ensure they're perfectly straight. And then they're clad with composite panels and alloy trim to make sure they're waterproof and they're corrosion resistant. Uh, they've, got, they've got lots of different models too. have got multiple base models and they're all fully customizable. You can add awnings on them and doors on the sides and windows. And Put beds in them and live in them if you fucking want. Fucking do anything you want. Aircon Guys will make anything Good to me Yeah yeah. So it doesn't matter what you need to haul Or where you need to haul it to The boys can build you the perfect trailer I love them Yeah It's been in the business for 15 years And they know their shit So don't make the same mistake (laughs) (laughs) Go and check out Motorsport Trailers www.motorsporttrailers.com.au And get your trailer now 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 Trust me, a quality trailer means you don't have to worry about your bikes and your gear. And it makes, listen, it, it's fucking stressful. When you go onto the track and your bike's in an open trailer or it's in a trailer that's not so you worry about it. You worry about getting it there in one piece and making sure everything's all right. No. I've never had a track bike. I stress out just riding to the track no. for a ride day and then I crash my bike. And, you just look yeah. up so scrutineering can't get in and have a look. <laughs> I reckon I'll be selling my trailer and getting one of these. I'm fucking pissed off. I yeah, didn't know about these guys. Now you've told everyone your trailer leaks. <laughs> yeah, I know. No one's buying it no now. No one's buying my trailer. <laughs> yeah, but no one knows where I'm my real name, so I'll be all right. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed off. I didn't know these guys six months ago when I bought my bucket of shit. Uh, well done. Don't be like Tug. Contact Motorsport Trailers today. You won't be sorry. Motorsporttrailers.com.au. Go get one. Hey, Remy, can I take you back? I, I first saw you and and uh, your brother Luca ride as kids mm. doing dirt track. And, um, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been around a little while. That was while. a while ago. It was a while ago. But you, you two boys you two boys use the slam. So, um, and I, I get asked a lot by people that, um, that when your name comes up, a lot of people say to me, oh, you you were, because oh, I was involved in the sport back then, people say, oh, mm. where, where's Luca? Because Luca uh, is your younger brother and Luca was a, yeah. he was a shit hot rider too. He, and he's obviously, his interest in the sports disappeared along the way. How's he going? Is he in a good place? What's what's he up to? Yeah, he's, he's, he's actually, he's currently living in Wollongong. He's living in Australia. So, uh, He's, uh, yeah, he gave up the racing, you know, back, I think, when he maybe was 15 or something like that. Um, he was always a quick rider. He has, you know, he had quite a lot of talent, but he never, he, back then at least, he never really enjoyed the racing. Um, he was always scared of hurting himself and he never really came out and told us that, but only until a few years ago, you know, he told us yeah. all this. So, but, um, but yeah, he still loves riding motorcycles. I mean, he came back over for Christmas two, two Christmases ago, and I was like, "All right, let's go ride some dirt bikes up in up in the up in the bush." And and uh, I remember I gave him my little pit bike, and he was just out of control riding through the trees, <laughs> just having having fun like a little boy, you know, just yeah. out of control. I'm like, "Slow down, you're gonna hurt yourself." He's like, "I'm having fun." <laughs> so that was that Good was morning. quite fun. And um, he's actually racing. He does a bit of racing now in in. In Oz with those one fifties in Maroolan. Oh, um, okay. Oh, with the Ovalis. Yeah, he does. No, no, no. Yeah, the oh, no, commuter light thing. thing. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. He, um, yeah, those Yamaha one fifties yeah, or yeah. those road, road legal stuff. So 
Yeah, cool. He does that. He does those endurance races, the three-hour things, I think. Yeah, okay. Cool. And um, and he's pretty quick, I think. So I think he, sure he, he said he was quicker than Troy Corsair on on so which is cool. <laughs> Tro- Troy's getting on. Troy's getting on a bit. Right? Troy's like yeah, eighty yeah. seven years yeah, old well, now. Yeah, yeah. Troy's yeah. eighty seven. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Yeah, but it's tough he's, though. I mean, he's, he's got a job and and he's got a girlfriend and uh, that's good. Yeah, this Christmas he stayed in Oz, but usually comes over and spends Christmas. But uh, yeah, he's, he's he's a really good kid. Oh, he's yeah, in a good. Right. I'm glad he's in a good place. That's that's great. Yeah, look, that's and it's great. it's it's tough. I think. I think people um, like I, I remember obviously when the when the when the boys were young and and riding and um, and it's it's tough. I mean, being a kid in a competitive sport like that is tough anyway. Yeah. And yeah. obviously, obviously, we're not here to talk about your dad, but growing growing up with a world champion as a father puts you in in the limelight all the fucking time. Yeah. You know, people were watching yeah. Remy since he was a kid. You know, and and so you've had a high profile in the sport. Since before you could walk, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and then yeah. you, then you find yourself in you. You've always been under the gun. You've always been in the public eye, and it's and it's really understandable why that that pressure makes life so hard. In yeah, you. but the fact you're that, trying to focus the on the fact what you've that got to Remy's do. achieved what he did absolutely is is utterly staggering. Absolutely, you know, you you didn't fade away, dude. You're fucking, you're a legitimate world champion. You know, are you are you kidding? That, <laughs> no, no. It's, it, I mean, you, yeah. you, you you can't laugh it off, man. It's it's <laughs> like, fuck. Is Casey still? Oh, fucking Jack Miller's never going to be a fucking world champion. <laughs> fucking anything. <laughs> oh, I fucking told him that Jack fucking stop it. Fuck yeah, you know. Jesus. Stop falling off. Stop, stop falling off. You know. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, always wanted to know. Um. Did you have much to do with the other riders in the paddocks? Did you find it was a closed shop, like Spaniards sticking with Spaniards, Italians with Italians? It kind of leaves you Aussies hanging out with us South Africans pretty much, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, honestly, I don't – even though, if, you know, I speak Spanish, you know, fluent, and my girlfriend's Spanish and all yeah, that, yeah. Um, I just, I just, I just don't want to have friends. To be honest, and too many friends in the paddock. To be honest, you know, as other riders, I don't sure, think that, it's that's uh, pretty old school. It's a job. It's, it's yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I don't think it's sustainable to have friends that you race against because it's in the end you're rivals. You know, obviously you can you can be respectful and you mm. know hang out once in a while, which I do. I hang out with a few of them, but. They're nothing like best mates. Yeah, let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, the only yeah. the only guy that I would call a real mate is Pedro, and I've never raced against him. So that's uh, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that... we can keep it that way. How, well, well, he's going into your old team, basically. Yeah. So yeah. And, uh, have you guys uh, talked about be a, that? Have you talked about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's going to be a, a real old headache for Irve. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pedro. Pedro strikes me as someone who's, who's not going to take a lot of shit from fucking anyone. Mm, doesn't ta- doesn't take shit. Doesn't shut up and likes to make <laughs> life hard for <laughs> motherfuckers. I can't wait. Yes. So, yes. so <laughs> I don't know if you know or not, but we we chucked Jack Miller a, a, a butte bucks night when he got married. We'd love to chuck you one as well. <laughs> you don't have to. So be you don't there. Have to, yeah, you don't have to come Jack or anything. Didn't come, but Jack we, didn't yeah. come. <laughs> It was just us and 150 of our closest friends and, and, and half strippers. a dozen strippers. It yeah. was great. It was great. We had the time of our life. Jack would have enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> you going to get hitched soon, mate? Oh, bloody hell. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wasn't going to give him any hard questions. That's not a hard question. That's we, I, pretty hard. I just, I, I just want to chuck a buck's oh, knife for him. I, I get it asked every single day from her. Uh, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> you do you, Remy. You do you, you, do Remy. you. 
<laughs> hey, you're going to be in Australia soon yeah, too. Oh, yeah, first oh. round. First round is is in is only in the twenty fifth, twenty sixth of February. Mm. So you're going to be back in Australia, and uh, you yeah. must be looking forward to that first round back home. Yeah, I am. I am honestly. Yeah, I come back uh, a week earlier. Well, we have testing, I think, on the Monday, yeah. Tuesday of the same week of the race. Yeah. But uh, I'll be there, I think, a week before in, in Sydney just to go hang out a few days with my brother. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then I move down to the to the island on the weekend and I've got some photo shoots and uh, getting everything ready for the test. So, um, no, yeah, looking forward to it. It would be great to see the Aussie fans again. And yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice, uh, nice to start the first race off with a bang, and especially at home. Well, it, it, the, the paddock is far more relaxed, isn't it? You, you, you can talk to your fans. You can talk to people in the paddock because it's all open. Yeah, it's cool. It's, uh, you know, I, th- I feel like the fans there, you, you know, you, they're real fans. You know, they, yeah. the people that just really enjoy racing yeah. motorcycles. You know, and 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 good, you know, old school, cool racing, not just you know. People who are famous on. and get a pass because they're famous or because they got you know five hundred thousand followers. Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, I don't give a shit who you I, are. You I, I'd fucking, <laughs> I'd fucking notice that. Like I'd, I'd kill ten motherfuckers to be able to get out on the grid and just fucking. I'm on the grid. I can't. But some motherfucking cricket player or fucking basketball player who doesn't know a motorcycle from a fucking punch in the head, he's out there. Exactly. I, I don't exactly. get it. I don't get it. But I do get it. Look. <laughs> Obvious, but obviously, you do, you do get it. But I do it's, get it's, it. It's a shame, but you don't like it. You don't like, like it. Obviously, we, 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 as you know, as a country, as a country of motorcycle fans, we'd love to see Remy do some racing back in Australia. That's not WWSBK. <laughs> you want to so, come back to ASBK as well? Well, I, I mean, teach those bitches a lesson. You know, <laughs> I, I, Jack, well, Jack used to come and do some stuff at, at the at band the and year, shit. Yeah. yeah, but you know, he's on a KDM mm. and they don't have anything that, that, that's legal. Yeah, yeah. but um, you know. Like Yamaha does. Yamaha's got an R1M. Yeah. Um, well, they got yeah. a team. They got a sure team. They could, but they could it, it, oh, fuck, are you kidding? He'd, he'd kill them all. <laughs> Fucking Remy, five seconds, <laughs> second place. You know, just whoever the fuck, right? Come on, Herfoss, step right up. Come on. Fucking let's go. <laughs> but um, is there any chance of, of Remy coming back and doing something like that? Um, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, uh, with the calendars that we are, it's a bit tight, but, um, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to look at something, you know, in the future. That's for sure. But but what I am, what I am getting into a lot now now is, is the rallies, rallies and, and hard enduro. So I'm kind of branching out from, from road racing and, and I actually did an enduro race uh, a month ago here in Spain. I finished third on my first ever race, wow. which, was, which was cool. That's amazing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm maybe looking at going to Romaniac. You ever heard of it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So looking at that, maybe it's between uh, Most and, and Portugal. It's the weekend between there, and I'm, maybe if everything works out, I might. Might go and do that. So, this not, not, not the gold class, but the silver class. Jesus which is still God. pretty Re- hardcore. Remy, Remy, like enduro for normal people is is appalling. And then they go and make hard enduro where you have to carry your fucking motorcycle up mountains on your <laughs> yeah. back and shit. I right. love it. What I the fuck? It. I, I know you it. do that. It's, You're uh, not right. You guys are not wired like the rest of us. Like, for fuck's sake, are you kidding me? Right. You know what's going to happen? I love it. I love pushing pushing your mind and body to the limit. It's, uh, it's great. Yeah. He's going to end up. He'll end up being our first road racing world champion and also yeah. the first guy to be in on the ISDE well, well, team as well. well. well yeah, well, well Toby, Price, <laughs> Toby Price is getting on a bit, right? Well, you could go and do the Dakar. Yeah, yeah Dakar. 
Fucking I would Dakar. love to do the Dakar. That's it's it. One of my things in the future, but oh. I, I want to do it. All, I want to do the with the no assistance class. So you got to work oh, on your own yeah. bike, camp out on the yeah, tent in the floor. That's it, you know, the old school. Did you happen to see that bloke who who rode Baja this year? He oh yeah, just did, went did, over. And did you a hear bike. about him? Did you hear about this guy? No, I didn't. He's um, he I was didn't. he was a Kiwi a Kiwi guy or something like that, or Dutch or no, whatever. No, he was Dutch. Dutch, yeah. He went and bought a secondhand yeah. motorcycle, rode it down to Mexico, mm. entered the Baja by himself, unsupported, right, and finished it, and finished it. And he, he placed like twelfth or something, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And the teams were all helping because he they could see he was he completely had no insane. Money. No, no money, had no food. <laughs> they were fucking giving <laughs> yeah. him tacos on the side of the road. Going. He was siphoning fuel from cars in <laughs> yeah. Walmart car park. Yeah. <laughs> he was fantastic. Right. Do you well, know what? That's cool. I mean, it's all about the adventure. Adventure. That, that's so exactly. I'd that. love to do it. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what I'd I'm love love to do it. You know what I'm loving about this conversation, though, Remy, is that you genuinely sound like a guy who's loving riding motorcycles yeah, right now, yeah. and that I makes am. me so I happy. Am. I yeah. just, I, I've found, you know, the love to go racing again, and I definitely didn't have that, you know, after 22. But uh, that's amazing. Yeah, you know, the superbikes has, you know, made me made me love racing again. You know, I love racing the superbike. The racing's awesome. There's passes all the time, and and uh, it's fun to ride the bike, and and. And obviously, with twelve weekends a year only, it's it gives me a bit more free time to do other racing. So yeah, yeah. Um, Man, I'm so happy. You know, I went actually. I did a rally at the beginning of this year with my girlfriend in Morocco. Uh, it was ten days in my in my car. So in a Pajero, I got a uh, <laughs> Mitsubishi Pajero. So we went. Yeah, we went to Morocco. And As in we your- did a seven. It was seven stages, and um, we finished really badly because we got too many speeding penalties. But <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it was good fun. You're a guy who loves to work on cars and bikes. You 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 love the whole mechanic experience too, don't you? Yeah, I do. I love it. I got, uh, I got how many cars I got? I got four, <laughs> five cars, four, four cars, four classic cars, and one van. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you make parts yourself for some of them, apparently. Well, yeah, I've uh, completely built one of them, I mean, from bah. the ground up. Yeah, um, like got- I, I took the engine from a, a Mitsubishi Evo and put it in an Amazon, a Volvo Amazon from 1969. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to ask you if you still got that old old uh, Volvo you were working on, but you do. Yeah, yeah I, st- I still got all of them. I haven't sold one yet. But, uh, <laughs> and you won't. <laughs> uh, any, no, you never sell anything. Don't sell you never it. sell anything. No, no I know. It, it only goes open value. It's, uh, <laughs> it's an investment. That's, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a, you can never overcapitalize something like that ever. Exactly. Ever, Remy, exactly. Remy, thank Try you. Try to tell my girlfriend that. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. If you have five cars, you tell her you've only got three and you keep two at the mate's place. It's, that's that's it's, the it's, best thing. It's, all, it's, it's always better <laughs> to, to, it's always better to ask forgiveness than seek permission. That's exactly. how, that's how I, I found my life. Yeah. But, but mate, listen, thank you from the bottom of our hearts and, yeah. and, and from all our listeners. Thank you so, so much for, for giving us a little bit of your time. And and you know for everything you've done for motorcycle racing and continue to do for motorcycle racing, we we love we love the fucking shit out of you, and it's just, it's been great chatting to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's been been a fun little conversation, and um, yeah, I'll I keep told you, I told you we're not out. Keep- f- <laughs> <laughs> well, we look, we're, well, hopefully we can speak to you again during the year, and maybe at the end of the year when you're the new uh, superbike world superbike world champion. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I'm not sure it'll be next year, but maybe one more year of experience and 25 will be our year. Uh, we Mate, keep our fingers crossed and we keep you. cheering for you. Thank you so Absolutely, much, Remy. Remy. Cheers, guys. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it very much. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye.
What a fabulous, fabulous human being he was. He, but he is. He's just a fantastic guy. He really is. I tell people how good he is. And, you know, he doesn't talk to the media very much. No. And, uh, but it was so nice of him to trust us with him. So Absolutely. Because, you know, but he was. Well, he's been, yeah. I mean, he's, he's done it tough with the media. The, yeah. they, they, they can be cruel. They can be hard. Well, in Spain, they have been. They've been very yeah. hard on him because of the Gardner name. Yeah. So, and, you know, he's, he's, he's not, he's not his father. He's Remy. And, and, yeah. uh, and I love him. I reckon he's a, he's a fantastic writer. And I tell you what, you don't become a Moto 2 world champion. You know, no, for, fuck no. You know, easy. No, his achievements are amazing. So we, I look forward to seeing him right. do more in Superbike. And I've had people say to me, because I've obviously I've met Remy first when he was, I think he was 11. Yeah. You know, he's just a, just a boy. Yeah. And, and it was just a lovely, shy kid. Yeah. You know, and I've had people, because the, the, the image that we often get of Remy back when he was in MotoGP was that he wasn't happy and it was like- Very intense. Pretty, very intense. But- when you're in that situation, fucking how hard can it be? Yeah. It's so hard. You know, and that's why I was really keen to get him on and let people see yeah. who he is. Exactly. He's, he's, and he's and not, he'd had a tough great. time in, at KTM. Yeah. A horrible time. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Fuck that. Thank you, Remy. <laughs> but now we must speak briefly <laughs> about mongrel boots. <laughs> what are you fuckers laughing I at? Just, you, the way you just turn it on a dial. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> Segway? What's a fucking yeah, What's a fucking segue? Gives a fucking another name. <laughs> give me a name. Give me a name out of the barrel so I can give this bastard boots and socks from Mongrel Boots. Charlie Rennick. Charlie Rennick. Charlie Rennick. Pulled him out of the barrel. Charlie, how do you spell that? R-E-N-N-I-C-K. Yeah, that'll do. That's how I'm spelling it. Fuck him. Right. Charlie. It'll be yeah. my problem anyway because yeah. I've got to find him. That's yeah, Exactly. I'm just writing the name. Charlie, you want I'm going to lose this piece of paper and then you write yeah. <laughs> Then I've got to listen to all these fucking shows. <laughs> yeah. right. Charlie, you won a pair of mongrel boots. At the boots, you can uh, the, of your choice, you can go on the website and find the, the, the lovely boots for yourself and five pairs of socks. Yes. These like, are the only boots in the world more. that your wife will let you have sex with her in without taking them off. Absolutely. I, I, all the other boots, they make you take them off. She'll ask no. you to leave them on. Yes. Yeah. Leave these them ones, on. she'll oh. say, go and get those boots. And then put a baby in me. <laughs> And of course, because this is why you were never the marketing no, manager that's for right. anyone. Yeah, well, I am now. I'm, well, Mungle Boots sponsors my poetry, and I'm going to shove this, the fifth <laughs> part of my epic poem saga of the summer sessions. Right. All right? And then we'll go away. Yeah. All right. Ready? Ready. We're, we're still sucking bags of dicks <laughs> while the racers root hot chicks. We're still waiting their return. They're still getting penis burned. <laughs> Oh my God. All the chumlas have been filled by all the spoof that has been spilled. The bitches they have danced all night on every table that's in sight. Oh. All their boobies were displayed. <laughs> all their fathers were dismayed. All their panties have been lost. All the lines were fucking crossed. But all us fans got none of that. And that is fair and that is that. We don't race bikes like they do. So why should we get all that smooth? I haven't heard that word for years. Our job is just to wake it out and drink as much we get the gout. Because while they're dancing in the sun and while they're fucking having fun, we, the fans, eat bags of cock and fire spaff into a sock and kick the cat and swim in hate and wait and wait and fucking wait. (laughs) 
Is that it? That'll do you. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do you. Fuck, we're done. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We've got plenty more coming, so keep listening. (laughs) Yeah. If you can bear it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never spending, I've been here 12 hours now. Ridiculous. Fuck me. <laughs> thank you all. Thank you, Ball Boys. Thank you, Linesman. Thank you, Remy Gardner. That thank was you, awesome. Kira. It was thank awesome. you, Kira. Thank you, Kira. <laughs> Sorry about that. We'll last see you time. soon. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>